Dispensing cannabis business knowledge beyond a million square feet of cultivation space, CannabisRadio.com proudly presents Blunt Business, harvested by Strainwise Consulting. Together, we will navigate the challenges and opportunities of one of the most profitable industries on earth. Join us each episode to hear our weekly roundtables and interviews with industry professionals. Now, let's delve into some blunt business with your host. We're so glad to have you here on Blunt Business again here on CannabisRadio.com. So thankful to have you join us. My next guest's company is addressing many of the issues that they have personally encountered using vape devices on the market. We're going to talk about vape devices today with the help of the founder and CEO of Orchid Essentials, Corey Mangold. Corey, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. So we've talked a lot about vaping here on the program, from pricing to the construction of certain devices. We're going to go into that pretty heads-on here on the show. So let's go and start, first of all, with so many different vaping options to choose from these days. How can you know if you're getting the best vape experience? So vape pens consist of two pieces, a battery and a cartridge. Most pens today were designed for nicotine e-juice and not thicker cannabis oils. We can see the jewel pens as, as one uh, example. Also, many vape brands on the market have tiny mouthpieces with not much airflow. Think of trying to suck a very thick milkshake through a coffee stirrer. It's hard. This is according to what Orchid's saying to set up the argument here. So Orchid Essentials strives to build, quote, superior hardware and high-quality extracts to make your device consistent and will not compromise flavor with impurities from the manufacturing process. So talk to me about the need to creating that kind of that kind of hardware and those kind of extracts. Yeah, I mean it, it when it comes down to the the quality of a of the experience or the product, you know, it, it really starts in the manufacturing process and really starts with the raw materials being used. Obviously we're putting cannabis oil into into a device, you know, and within cannabis oil there's cannabinoids and terpenes. Uh, that can, you know, uh, take away certain elements uh, of materials and then you'd be vaporizing those elements. So when we looked at, when I looked at the industry really and and where vaping was, I had been a vaping consumer um, for a couple of years. Uh, As a father of five, it was, you know, one of the only ways I could consume cannabis uh, just from a, you know, odor standpoint and convenience and discretion. And I was frustrated with the experience, like you said, small mouthpieces like sucking a milkshake through a coffee straw and uh just you know when you do that when you're trying to suck on something so hard you end up getting a headache (laughs) wasn't getting a good experience you know oftentimes the oil wasn't good but like you said all the cartridges were just you know reused inventory and technology from eight years ago in the nicotine space you know the technology and in cannabis vape hadn't really evolved so we you know designed a, a device and a cartridge specifically around cannabis oil, not trying to just make something work with cannabis oil, but actually designing it around the, uh, the viscosity and the thickness of cannabis oil and create the device that way. With our device, it's all glass, uh, stainless steel, canthal wire, uh, and silicone uh, in the gasket. So when it comes to what's touching the cannabis oil or what's actually being vaporized, it is uh, one of the cleanest experiences because we're not using any components that carry uh, heavy metals or carcinogens. Uh, we've also done emissions testing on the Orchid products, uh, which uh, I highly doubt that there's a lot of products out there that have gone through emissions testing and are proven to be uh, safe. 
because a lot of the components being used out there is, you know, ceramic. Uh, it's pretty easy to look online and, and learn how ceramic uh, coils are manufactured and what chemicals are used in that manufacturing process. You know, us using uh, cotton uh, has kept it to where we have a, a clean experience. We don't have anything that's really chemically derived. Uh, we're also developing a lot of new technology uh, in regards to quartz and USA made ceramic, which is, you know, one of the cleanest ceramic materials uh, on the planet. So we're developing a lot of new products as well, uh, such as even a pod system, you know, with, with plastic that is rated at 280 degrees Celsius and doesn't leak chemicals uh, using, you know, USA ceramic, uh, using quartz, different things. So it's, it's definitely the case where our all cartridges are definitely not created equally. Now, Let's pretend we're inside a dispensary or a vape store and we're looking at various vape pens that might not include Orchid Essentials in the, the uh, display case. When you look at those one by one, I mean, how, what do you basically say to yourself are the issues that are not being done correctly? Because as I said at the top of the show, some people like to say that, well, the popularity of a pen like a jewel pen is the look and the feel of it and how it's very comfortable. Obviously, those tobacco companies that put that together took a lot of time to create a sleek look, but it's really not as functional as you might, as people might think. So when you go through it and you just look at, without going into the names of any other devices, what are some of the things the other devices are lacking? Well, I mean, when you walk into a dispensary, if you don't see Orchid on the shelf, you're going to see pretty much everybody using the exact same cartridge okay. uh, with exception of of dosist um, and our friends over there that have developed a, a proprietary device that's really good as well uh, everybody else you're really seeing the same cartridges which is a c-cell which is a ceramic uh, coil cartridge uh, that comes out of china and is uh, very very widely used i'd say it's got to be upwards of 90 percent of the cartridges on the market uh, they're very low cost uh, they're very easy to fill, um, but you know, oftentimes they're not made with the uh, the best you know quality uh, uh, ingredients, if you will, uh, as 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 it pertains to the hardware. Um, you also see pod systems. You know, the pod systems that are out there. There's a lot that look great. Uh, there's a lot of functionality issues, a lot of leaking issues, uh, and again, it goes into the same question: is what are the materials being used to manufacture it? What type of plastic? How hot is the? How, what's the plastic rated at before it starts leaching uh, carcinogens into the cannabis oil and into the vapor? Um, so pretty consistently, you'll see the major issues in the cannabis market are airflow, which if you don't have enough airflow, you're not getting a, a good user experience. You're not getting a good draw, and you're you're laboring to do something that should be effortless and should have a good user experience. Now, I want to go ahead and get into the actual vape pen of what your vape pen is created. So let's go ahead and delve into that. And I want to ask you some specific questions about that. So now the Orchid Essentials vape pen, again, we said was created with superior hardware and the highest quality extracts. You wanted the design of the pen to be similar to a medical device. I think it's very interesting. So for quality, ease of use, efficacy, and safety. So before we go into the build of the device, Corey, why was it important to go the way of a medical device? So it's important to us because, I mean, cannabis is a, a medical product, no matter how we slice it. You know, some people, of course, use it for recreation, but most people, even the recreational users, usually using it for something, whether it's, you know, 
reducing pain and inflammation, uh, lowering anxiety, uh, or just, you know, relaxing at the end of the day and using it, you know, opposed to drinking three martinis. Uh, so if you look at the business that way, it's, you know, it is somewhat of a, of a medical product. The other thing is that the target audience, you know, is really the 30 plus demographic. And you know, if we look at the growth within cannabis consumers, it's new cannabis consumers. And the fastest growing demographic is women over the age of 35 and baby boomers. Um, vape is, is the most accessible product for them because it's easy. They can pull it out of their pocket, take a draw, put it away, and they're done. And with, with vaping, we can easily dose. You know, you can take a one-second pull, you can take a two-second pull, or you can take a 10-second pull, you know, all of which are going to give you a much different experience just due to the amount of, of THC and other cannabinoids entering into the body. Uh, so when we look at that, it is important that we treat it like a medical device because it's something that people are smoking. And cannabis is not supposed to be something that causes cancer and has a lot of bads you know, that come along with it. And we've seen the news this last week, especially, you know, people getting sick, people even dying, you know, uh, because they don't know what they're vaporizing, you know, or if it's even vaporizing, is it, is it combusting and smoking it or is it actually vaporizing it? You know, and so there's, you know, it's important when you're building something to treat it like a medical, just as when we're extracting cannabis oil, we create a laboratory. We run it like a laboratory. It's clean. Everyone's in lab coats and hair nets. You know, there's uh, ISO and GMP standards, you know, it's treated like a laboratory because at the end of the day, you're putting something into somebody's lungs uh, and you need to make sure that you're giving them a clean product and not something that's going to make them sick. And this is where the mainstream media gets this so wrong. They don't take the time. They look at some of these headlines from certain studies. They just go ahead and grandiose that portion, but they don't look into companies like yours that are going through insurmountable issues and obstacles to go ahead and make sure to create safer devices across the board. And I know there's other companies doing exactly the same thing, but nothing's reported about that. So it's always an underground issue, but I'm glad that you're making that that initiative very important and high priority. Again, I'm here with Corey Mangold, the founder and CEO of Orchid Essentials. We're back with more questions with Corey, more about the actual make of the actual fate pen that they create, and more issues about Extending outside of CBD. Some interesting information coming up after the break. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. Fetch your earbuds and stay tuned for some pure pet care conversation. Hi, it's Angela Ardolino with It's a Dog's Life, and I have Hernanda Umana joining me. We're just both so fascinated with how much we've learned since we've been in this pet industry and creating an all-natural product. Because it's a dog's life. I am a huge fan of my guest today, Dr. Bob Goldstein. I have, in my experience, not seen many natural substances produce the results that CBD is producing in the animals that we are testing on. It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. Let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put the big celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chichin Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with the bong The name of the game is him pink, that's the point Download and play while you light your 
yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Fortunate to have Michael Brewer of Brewer and Shipley. Your signature top 10 song, One Toke Over the Line. I've read a couple different versions of, of what the tune's origins are. What's the true story? We were playing a little club in Kansas City. A friend stopped by with some really good hash. We stepped out back and came back in. We're tuning up in the dressing room, and Tom said, Man, I'm really one toke over the line. And I just cracked up. I thought it was hysterical. We literally wrote that song just entertaining ourselves and to make our friends laugh. It's time to Hemp Resent, only on Cannabis Radio. I hope you didn't forget about us, because we're back with Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. We're back with Corey Mangold, the founder and CEO of Orchid Essentials here on Blunt Business. Corey, before we came back from the break, we were talking about the design of the pen, the Orchid Essentials vape pen, being made similar to a medical device. Now, let's go more in depth. The cartridge is made with high-quality materials like glass, cantha wire, and cotton, you mentioned before. And you were mentioning as well, unlike other mouthpieces, Orchid's pen has a wide body for enhanced airflow. The cartridge can hold five times the typical amount of apertures to ensure the cotton wick is more saturated with oil. And the battery in the pen is heavy duty, which allows for longer battery life and charges and easily can quickly can charge with an average of a 500 gram total battery, which is very important. I mean, for anybody that has smartphones, which is everyone, they all ask about battery life. So I'm sure vape pens get that same argument. Now, with that, talk to me how you pointed out these issues when building this kind of hardware and these kind of extracts and putting it all together, uh, trying to reinvent the mousetrap. Yeah, so good question. 2016, I actually traveled around quite a bit uh, to all the uh, states that had a legal cannabis market or a medical cannabis market and started buying up vape cartridges and testing them out and trying them. Because I was looking for myself as a consumer, you know, where can I find a good vape experience that is going to be clean and is going to give me the desired effect I'm looking for uh, and be consistent. Uh, I obviously struggled finding that and immediately, you know, turned the page and said, man, there's obviously a, a, a need for this. There's a desire for it from the consumer and there's a need for safe and effective products uh, on the market. And uh, then went down the route of, you know, designing and engineering a product and working with the largest manufacturer of electronic cigarettes in the world. They manufacture 80% of all electronic cigarettes shipped globally, um, both cannabis industry and nicotine industry, and worked with them to develop a, a proprietary OEM platform uh, that you know uh, could execute and deliver on very high quality devices. Uh, we launched our first product, the Orchid Essentials line. We have two other uh, product lines that are gonna be launching here in the, uh, in the coming few months. Uh, that are, you know, a pod system, a disposable, and even a C-cell uh, type of cartridge, but all being manufactured at much higher levels than what we see out there in the industry so that we're able to come out with these, you know, high-end products. Uh, and the big part 
is really getting the enforcement in nicotine. Fortunately, the FDA has stepped in and they've required emissions testing and they've uh, put out a lot of safety protocols that companies have to comply with. Uh, within cannabis, the only thing that's tested is the oil. And we know the oil is good and it has no uh, pesticides. It has no uh, microbials, you know, has no heavy metals, but we're not actually testing the smoke that comes out. What happens when you vaporize or smoke something? What are you actually ingesting? So hopefully the uh, FDA or somebody steps in and starts putting some guidelines out there and requirements for companies to step up their game and, and make sure that they're working with the right manufacturers in China and that they're getting the right type of materials you know, into the device. Because at the end of the day, whatever's in that device is what you're smoking. And uh, to me personally, not coming from the cannabis industry, coming from traditional businesses, uh, it's important to me that everything is done by the book. And uh, again, we're creating safe and effective products and not putting people in harm's way. Now, one of the things we've been talking here, and we want to talk about this a lot more. Let me put it to you like this. We had a guest who was a cultivator in Oregon that talked about developing products that were containing lesser known cannabinoids like CBG and CBN. Just to tell the story, because of that, I decided to go ahead and continue forward because there was not much being written or spoken about the other cannabinoids besides CBD because everybody knows what that is, CBD and THC. But the other phytocannabinoids, we wanted to talk about more. And actually, at our United States Cannabis Conference and Expo in Miami this just this past month, we did a session on it. It, hands down, was the most popular session probably of the entire weekend. I mean, we had those keynotes that were really popular, but a standalone session that we promoted alongside the Rusty Agenda, this was a hot topic. So Orchid Essentials is one of those companies right now underway developing an extensive line of CBD products as well as products containing CBG and CBN. Now, expand on what you're looking to start. Expand, I'm sorry, I heard myself again. Uh, please expand, Corey, on what you're looking to start research and development on CBG and CBN. So we're, we're developing products right now currently with lesser known uh, cannabinoids like CBG, CBN, uh, CBGA. Uh, that's one thing that's very interesting about the, the cannabis plant is that there's a lot of cannabinoids out there that are not uh, really adequately researched um, or being used. Everybody knows THC and CBD. And those are two of the known ones. Obviously, we now know that there's potentially hundreds, even thousands of cannabinoids that just have yet to be kind of discovered. Uh, with CBG and CBN and CBGA, there's a lot of different medical benefits that are coming out on it. Uh, and there's a lot of medical studies being done overseas on it as well. For example, CBGA, uh, medical journal was just published, uh, I believe within the last few months, uh, that claims that it's the number one cannabinoid for actually fighting cancer um, or reducing cancer or whatever it might be. So that, of course, as these studies come out, all of a sudden there's interest around these products. So we're developing products right now from skincare and beauty products to health and wellness products to fitness products wow. uh, and a, a pet line of products as well. So that's a big thing that we're bringing into those product formulations is other cannabinoids, not just assuming, you know, if you put CBD in a, in a, uh, you know, a, a retinal cream, it's going to help the bags under your eyes and thinking that CBD is the, the miracle cannabinoid. There's other cannabinoids that, you know, might be more effective in skincare, might be more effective in, 
in weight loss, might be more effective in, you know, uh, cholesterol, you know, different things. But as the uh, medical studies come out, we'll have more understanding and then we'll be able to develop product lines around that. Weed Maps just recently reported, and that's the funny part, it's that now I've been waiting a couple of months to go and start talking more about the other cannabinoids and the other areas that companies can go ahead and start seeking out research and development to create new products based on these new these new phytocannabinoids. So Weed Maps just reported now about how there's not just cannabinol, CBN, or now there is tetrahydrocannabinolic acid, or THCA, along with cannabigerol, CBG, starting to attract attention on their own. And there's even now tetrahydrocannabivarin, THCV. So is this something where you are trying to keep up on what some of these other studies, that you, is it a regular thing for you to study what the other cannabinoids are being reported on, what's being talked about in terms of uh, possible symptoms that it can be used for and how it can be incorporated into products that you're creating? Is that a regular thing you do? Yeah, without a doubt of the uh, 100 hours a week that I work, <laughs> about 80 of it is in the office and about 20 of it is uh, is research and development. Right. It's something that is is near and dear to my heart and why I got into this industry. Uh, I didn't get into this industry really from a, a recreational side. I got in it from a medical side. I started using because of uh, medical reasons and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, I hadn't, hadn't uh, consumed cannabis since I was in high school. And then in my you know late 30s started consuming or mid 30s started consuming cannabis again, but that was for medical purposes. So there are a lot of interesting studies. THCV I have been following for well over a year now. If you recall, a little over a year and a half ago, there was a, a segment on 60 Minutes about THCV and it being discovered. I believe it was in the uh, Republic of the Congo, and. Uh, it was a seed hunter that that discovered it and immediately it was starting to be analyzed and you know the reports were coming out that this is potentially you know the greatest discovery in regards to uh, diabetes and obesity and could have a great impact on the health and wellness uh, and the weight supplement sector and immediately you look at a product like that that has great medical benefit you know, as that gets proven out through, you know, double blind placebo clinicals and there's, you know, empirical medical evidence surrounding it and supporting it, then yeah, it's, it, it's very interesting to us. And, you know, we're uh, definitely on the forefront of, you know, how do we cultivate it? How do we uh, engineer it? Um, we have a, a strain of cannabis uh, that we've uh, developed that we've engineered, if you will, uh, that is the highest testing uh, of a certain cannabinoid that's going to be very medically beneficial. And it's the highest testing that we've ever seen reported by about tenfold. Um, now that we have those genetics and are going to be patenting them, uh, that's you know a great value there that we have something that we've been able to produce one of those lesser known cannabinoids at scale, which is the most difficult part within cannabis is yeah, you can you can get a couple plants to grow it in a closet under great lighting, but can you produce you know ten thousand pounds of it every week? Yeah, and you know that's something that again is is on the forefront, and we're constantly staying up to date on medical journals. Uh, we work with groups in Israel that are doing medical studies out of the University yeah. of Jerusalem. We're very involved in the medical uh, community uh, all the way down to working with local hospitals and health centers. 
This is what you come to Cannabis Radio for. Here on Blunt Business, let me give you a little bit of knowledge for those that are not aware about THCV, because this, I mean, in the five years we've been doing here on the network, this is really one of the first times we've had a chance to talk about THCV. But just to give you some information here from this article from Weed Maps, I'll make sure to get this out to our social media sources so people can review this. So THCV has demonstrated potential for being a possible appetite suppressant to help in caring, uh, in caring for diabetes epilepsy, Parkinson's disease, and schizophrenia. That, if it's possible, is a true win-win for all. I mean, that's really very promising if that's the case. And so we're, I'm really hoping things like that, we're going to get some real help from that for people that are looking to go ahead and get their hands on products and to also further the reason why we should have legalization and much more access to these types of products, which is getting... It's still very tough because we do have a media that's out there that doesn't want to report on this. So that's what we're here for. Now, I'm going to come back with some more questions here with Corey Mangold, co-founder and CEO of Orchid Essentials here on Blunt Business. We'll be back in just a moment. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. The cannabis industry is growing almost as fast as the cannabis and hemp being planted and harvested. Where, when, and how fast will the cannabis and hemp industries continue to climb? Who will be the people leading the charge into that promised land of profit? Let's pursue those answers and more with the Plant Profits. Welcome to another episode of Plant Profits. I am Bert Miller, your host. As you guys know, the purpose of this show is to introduce you to some of the most forward-thinking executives and companies in the cannabis industry. Plant Profits, only on CannabisRadio.com. The National Cannabis Industry Association's third annual California Cannabis Business Conference takes place October 8th and 9th in Long Beach, California. Register today at CaliforniaCannabisBusinessConference.com and take part in the only industry trade show focusing solely on the California market hosted by the cannabis industry's only national trade association. NCIA's California Cannabis Business Conference brings together thousands of cannabis industry leaders, policymakers, and entrepreneurs to discuss California-specific regulations, market trends, policy, advocacy, and research. The California Cannabis Business Conference will also feature over 60,000 square feet of expo floor, showcasing over 200 exhibitors. Make your plans now for NCIA's third annual California Cannabis Business Conference, October 8th and 9th in Long Beach, California. Register today at CaliforniaCannabisBusinessConference.com. That's CaliforniaCannabisBusinessConference.com. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. 
I hope you didn't forget about us because we're back with Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. Back with final questions here with Corey Mangold, founder and CEO of Orchid Essentials. In a recent press release, Corey, you said, quote, our continued development is something I draw great passion and excitement from. I look forward to the day when we have high-quality cannabis products that can expand throughout the whole global market. What do you think it will take to get the industry to that point? Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to take a lot. I think it's going to take, you know, legislative changes. I think, uh, you know, the biggest battle that we have right now within the cannabis industry is the black market. You know, we're not we're not going to have a credible, legitimate industry until the black market is suppressed. And right now it's growing faster than I believe it's ever grown. So until we have, you know, legislative uh, changes, uh, we have, you know, the ability to import and export and do medical studies. Um, you know, it's really difficult. You know, other countries are, are surpassing the United States by leaps and bounds uh, because they've, you know, they've been on the forefront. They've made the legislative efforts and changes necessary to have a good medical program and, and begin researching and testing it. You know, right now, cannabis is like the ocean. You know, we've discovered very, very little of it. There's a lot of work to be uh, done yet which is going to take decades and the U S is, you know, simply not positioned right now to be at the forefront of that. Other, other countries are, are running away with it, which is great because we just need the medical evidence. We don't care where it comes from as long as it's accurate and, and done in the right, uh, the right trials and such. Uh, but here domestically, it's, it's going to change, take changes from government. It's going to take changes from, uh, enforcement. Uh, it's going to take changes from the FDI, FDA in regards to testing products and making sure that what's being produced is safe. Uh, there's there's a lot of changes, and I, I don't think we've really begun. You know, we decriminalized cannabis in a lot of places. We legalized it for recreational use in a lot of places. Uh, but in, in reality, those are very, very, very small steps towards the end, uh, the, towards the end zone. So I'm looking right now at the website, orchidessentials.com, O-R-C-H-I-D, like the plant. And there's a lot of good information here. I also noticed you put in lab results as well. You can actually look at that, and you can look at a lot of difference when it comes to the products, the science. I want to direct people to the website, and I want to give a minute to have you speak to our listeners more about Orchid Essentials. If they go to the website, if they go find your products, how can they learn how to get their hands on your vape pens, and how can they learn more about what you're doing? Uh, yeah, I mean, stay up to date on the website, social media, all that stuff. Um, we do, we put out press releases. We are a publicly traded company. So there's press releases that come out when we have big announcements and we definitely have, you know, a, a lot of news that's going to be coming out over the next few months, a lot of products that we're working on, uh, other brands that we're launching. Uh, and of course, you know, other acquisitions that we're making from manufacturing to cultivation to retail, um, so a lot going on, but, you know, it's a product that can be found in California and Oregon right now and, uh, you know, 400 plus stores. So you can get on the website, use the uh, store locator to find a location near you. Uh, other than that, just follow us on Instagram and stay up to date on what we're doing. And I see you're also about to expand the brand. You're working on getting into new markets like Nevada, New York, Puerto Rico, Canada, and other global markets. And on the CNSX, the code is O-R-C-D, if you're looking to go ahead and make an investment. There you go. So, again, Corey, uh, thank you so much for being with us here on the program. I really appreciate you taking time and helping us open our eyes a little more to the other cannabinoids and what you're doing in terms of building the better vape pen. Thank you very much for having me on. The pleasure is all mine. 
Hey, our pleasure as well. Really appreciate Corey joining us here for the program. And we thank you, the listeners, for being with us here for another edition of Blunt Business. You can download past episodes by going to CannabisRadio.com. You can subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Thank you for listening. expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.